Hey everybody, welcome back. I am so glad that I showed up again. <laughs> this is like the fourth week in a row I think that I've been this consistent. Although I will say that I am still struggling with like to get it done on a specific day, but hey, baby steps. So I'm just trying to do it weekly at this point and it'll get more consistent after that. Um, if you guys are just joining uh, this podcast, it's the uh, You Are Not An Artist podcast. I am Alejandro Castañón. Don't worry, you'll be able to pronounce that more easily as we go along. But uh, this podcast is all about talking, um, you know, about uh, the art business and what it's like and how to do it and what you have to be be care what you have to be be careful of, um, the mindfulness of it, the emotional stress of it. Like that's what this podcast is about. So. Um, and um, I've been doing uh, art for about 12 years as a professional artist. I've done murals. I've done uh, big group shows, solo shows. I've done um, even the Comic-Con, <laughs> the Comic-Con market, uh, doing those. I've done, um, gosh, I've done so many different sort of things that I've, I've operated an art gallery. Um, I taught art classes um, to make income. I've done so many different things. So uh, usually I pick a topic uh, for the week and we discuss it uh, because it's usually what's happening. I try to pick topics that are like happening right now. So I'll source from places like um, the Art Business subreddit, which I would highly recommend you guys go check out. Uh, that is a, it is, it has got so many questions that artists ask. Um, and I think that's really what joins the community together is knowing that other people are asking similar questions and you are getting answers in there. Um, and the community is getting bigger and better. Uh, so it's great. Um, and there's other places too. I'm on ArtFinder as an artist and uh, they've got a forum. Um, uh, once you get on there, you can uh, join in the forum and there's a lot of really great artists that are in that forum and they're asking questions that you're like, Ooh, wow, this is good. <laughs> this is good stuff. Um, uh, but, you know, even having said that, even some of them really don't talk about the art business much. It's all about like the the uh, action and the the career stuff of do of making art. And they talk about the like packing stuff and you know how to finish it and, you know all this other stuff so anyway um so we focus on those that's where i get a lot of my knowledge as well as just being on social media TikTok, all that good stuff so this week i uh really kind of fell into this uh, idea on TikTok when somebody was talking about quiet quitting they told a really compelling video um through the video of of quiet quitting and they were explaining that and it kind of resonated with me because i was like I've been doing it for what going on five years now. Uh, and I was like, I should share that. That's something important because it's it, what it talks that what it touches on is it connects to the idea that, you know, as you're building your career, you still have to keep one of your own on the side that keeps the bills paid um, until you're ready to make the leap into doing this full time, you know, and, and there will be signs for that. But the reality is a lot of us are holding down full time jobs while doing this. Um, I actually think that's really common for creators, especially content creators. Um, you're still holding down a full-time job while you're doing this. But how do you do that without burning yourself out? Um, what do they say? Burning the candle at both ends? Well, how do you do that without doing that? Uh, I've done it for about five years and it happened. I'm going to start the story now. So it happened whenever I was uh, I was actually operating the art the art gallery uh, for a while, as well as my own art business without any other income. So I actually made the leap. I did that and it came about because I got fired. <laughs> I got fired from my job. And but at that point the gallery was actually doing pretty well. Um we were doing about 
35,000 a year. Um, and I was like, you know, we could, if we push further, that's what the art classes included. Don't think I'm like selling just art. I'm just being transparent. We were doing art classes too. And I was like, if we could push, like if I had more time to push this a little bit further, we might be able to make it like happen because there was a lot of demand there. So when I got fired, it was actually kind of a serendipitous thing. And so that's how I got involved into just doing art full time um, as a business owner. And I did that for about four years and I made a lot of mistakes. I'll be honest with you. Um, I, it, was just, it was my first time operating a business that scaled. We end up scaling to six figures a year quickly, very quickly. And I had no experience whatsoever. I couldn't even draw from anybody else's experience because I didn't know anybody else that well. Um, not even my parents knew how to operate a business. There was nothing they could have given me had I asked them those questions, which I knew they didn't have them. So, but you know, I learned a lot through that experience, and then I ended up having to go back to the workforce because the the business was on the down slope. And so I learned a lot there. And then I was like, okay, if I'm going to have to go back to the workforce. Uh, this time around, I want to make sure I pick something that's lined up with with something that'll help the, the art business because I didn't want to let it go completely. I just let go of the gallery. And so I did. I found a, uh, a great position as a business advisor with, uh, with a uni- local university, and I did that for four years while operating my art business still completely online, you know, a studio in my home, that type of stuff. Um, and uh, and it, it served me well. And so, but at the same time, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to give 110% to that job. And I know that's what they expected. Uh, And I just towed the line really well, like comfortably speaking, I did a really good job at that and in that position, a really good one. Uh, I, I connected really well with our clients and I developed some really great relationships. Um, and so, and I was awarded several times in that job uh, for my performance, but I always was careful not to go overboard. And I say that because I knew I had to reserve some energy for my own art business that I was still building up, you know, that I had kind of scaled back a little bit. And, um, and so at that time, I just was like, I'm not going to do more than what I'm contractually uh, paid to do. Uh, and, and that's what I did, but I just did it really well. Um, and you have to figure out how to do that, uh, I think, in order for you to understand that quiet quitting doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like do the bare minimum um, all the time. It just means that if you hate your job, you're probably going to want to do the bare minimum. But you don't have to hate your job. You can align it with things that you're actually interested in, but you have to consciously make those efforts. And I think that a lot of people... The reason why they do the quiet quitting, I believe, and this came up in a conversation with Shelby yesterday, in my, in my opinion, I think that some people have to quiet quit because they don't have another choice. That's just the job that they are somehow locked into or, you know, or their family depends on them for that. So they don't have as much wiggle room. I get that part. But then there's the other kind that have the ability to change jobs, but may not have the confidence to do so or they don't want to lose, they don't want to have to give up something in order to make the transition, right? Because it's a sacrifice. Like it's not easy um, to make that transition to a job that you enjoy because you have to give up something, maybe pay, whatever, but it's still scary. And I think people would rather quiet quit in those jobs than, um, than, than make the transition. And again, most people don't have the choice. So they, they have to quiet quit in that sense because then they're choosing their mental and emotional health over that. So I totally understand. But I think if you can make the transition, even if it is scary, make the transition. Move in the direction of, I want to uh, work in a job that I kind of enjoy or end up really enjoying. Um, And 
and still maintain a healthy habit of showing up for work and actually enjoying what I do while at the same time reserving some energy for my creative business. And I think those are that's a balancing act that a lot of people can figure out as long as you know that it's possible and that there's a guide to that where you know you just kind of slowly move in the direction of the things that you are good at and that you enjoy. And you have to do that in your work so that you can also have job security, right? Because you don't want to be the the least important person on the team in terms of your function. Because if you're just doing the bare minimum, that's not job security. That's just like the bare minimum, bare, bare minimum doesn't, doesn't establish you as a valuable person on the team. A valuable person on the team wants to collaborate within the hours that you're told to work and also within your job duties and collaborate on making your job better on doing things better and you know i realize that's not going to happen 100 percent of the time but that's what are signals to the rest of the team and your manager or boss or whatever that you're valuable to the team just be careful you don't overdo it and cross over to an area that you shouldn't that you don't want to be in and i have nothing against people that actually want to climb up the ladder like I'm sure that for some people it's great to be able to do that because maybe they've already found something they're interested in so I totally understand that um, and that's great too but just as a warning when you're doing the quiet quitting or you're thinking about quiet quitting yeah, at least be thinking about okay if I'm going to do my bare minimum at least I want to start thinking about how do I transition into something that I actually enjoy doing and that gave me the opportunity to grow in my art business uh, and take risks and even take breaks. I will say that one of the probably the best things that came out of making that really conscious transition um, was that eventually it forced me to have to take a break from my artwork so that I could focus on things that really matter to me in my art instead of just doing business, 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 business. And so that gave me an opportunity to, to kind of relax too. Like I kind of sank into this idea of who I you know who I am and then how is that related to what I do as an artist and what are stories that I want to tell and what are experiences that I share with other people you know those introspection time period was also helpful so you know all that stuff kind of trickles out you know and, and allows you to do certain things so um, you can do both you can have uh, uh, some great energy at work and great energy in your art business and the balancing act really does allow you to have more control over your art business. So I thought we would talk about that this week. Um, I did post a video about it on the tick, on my TikTok. Um, if you guys want to follow me there, it's um, alejandrofineart.com. That's literally the at. <laughs> I know. I don't know how I got away with that. But it's at <laughs> alejandrofineart.com. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you can find me on TikTok there. I post a lot of videos about trends that are important in the art business or our community. Um, that people are talking about that I feel like is relevant. And then I also talk about stuff like this. And, you know, I even take snippets of this and, and put it up on TikTok and YouTube shorts and stuff like that. So anyway, thanks for listening. Today was a little bit shorter than usual, but that's okay because I think I was really focused on um, talking about what it is that I was really passionate about, I'll be honest with you. I know I've been a little bit more animated in this particular um, episode, but it's, man, it's so... It hits so it hits so personally for me. It really did. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week and uh, reach out if you guys have any questions. Bye bye.